Hello, welcome to Persuade You, the podcast where I, Stephen, recommend to you, the listener, stuff and things I think are worth your time in checking out. Hello, so we're going to continue our Superheroes of Color season, and I really hope you guys liked last episode. It really looked like you did. Uh, the numbers, oh my gosh, for the listeners for just that episode were massive. It was really cool to see, because usually the little behind-the-curtain stuff, usually when I post the new episodes, it's usually like Sunday night or Saturday, depending on how my week is going, and that's after all the editing is done, and the show notes are added, and all the chapters and the artwork and stuff for each chapter that way. If you're looking down at your phone, and the new chapter comes up, there's like new artwork and it looks really cool. Usually when I post those episodes, I don't see any listeners for anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour, which is, you know, kind of expected. It's usually really early in the morning. This last episode, I think I dropped it at like midnight. And if you guys prefer that, I'll drop them a little earlier. Almost a few minutes later, there was already 20 listens. It was like so fast. So that was really, really freaking cool to see. And it like gets me really excited because when I first started this, (laughs) like... 12 listens in the week and uh, we are far past that so it's still really cool and I still get really excited about these like little things which you would think after almost doing this for going on a year now in December I believe or maybe late November we'll, we'll have to check you would think after all that time I would get less excited but in fact I just get more excited seeing more and more people in more countries listening and where you guys are listening from it's just super cool on top of that I've been thinking about adding uh, little segments to the show just because I get really excited about like fun facts. So just like animal facts or or whatever. And so those get me really excited. And earlier today, I had one where somebody in one of the, uh, the like nerdy biology, ecology Facebook groups posted like this picture. And it was talking about shrimp and how, you know, being somebody's like jealous of all the different colors that shrimp can see. Most often when this happens, people are talking about the mantis shrimp, which uh, I will have a video linked below from Destin from Smarter Every Day, who has a wonderful video. And then beneath his will also be one from Physics Girl, who also talks about them. And they're super interesting. But one of the biggest things people think that when it comes to the mantis shrimp, other than all the super cool things that it can do is that it's a shrimp. The mana shrimp isn't a shrimp. Uh, it's technically called a stomatopod, which is super cool. And it's in its like own separate group. And we won't go down uh, all the ranks and, and how we file animals. But I think that's really cool that we have something named for two different animals that is neither of them. It's not a mantis because it lives at the bottom of the ocean <laughs> and insects uh, don't. And then we also have a shrimp, which it kind of looks like a shrimp. It has, you know, the, the characteristics of a shrimp where you look at it and you're like, oh yeah, that's shrimp-like. But in fact, it's not, which is pretty cool. So there you go. You learned something new today on top of this week's episode. Now, let's go ahead and get started. Okay. This week's episode is going to be about Miss Marvel. Now, this is not to be confused with Captain Marvel. Now, before she assumed the mantle of Captain Marvel, her previous identity was Miss Marvel. And she has soon become a pretty well-known superhero. And despite the uh, confusion between Captain Marvel and then Shazam, which that will be... A talk for another time, or even better, I will have a, a quick link in the show notes so that you guys can figure out what the difference is between Captain Marvel and Shazam, because they're very similar, and their naming is uh, is what confuses most people. But I'm talking about the current incarnation of Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. She is one of the coolest, most loving, caring characters 
in all of comics. And it's even better when you realize that she's a young teenager. She's about the same age as Miles Morales, which has them team up multiple times. And one of the comics that I recommended in the Miles episode, which is American Academy, or sorry, Avengers Academy, has them both in the same book, going to school and learning from the older heroes, which is really cool. And then most recently, you can find her in the Avengers video game, which is on PS4, on Xbox, and is wonderful and is where most people finally got to see her be who we have seen ever since her incarnation in 2013. What's even more is she's an American Muslim girl and her family is very much not the <laughs> uh, wife kid 2.3 kids uh, living in suburbia and it's not your your typical you know family convention. When reading the first issue of Miss Marvel, what I felt when I first meet their family was the same exact thing that I felt again when I got to watch Shazam uh, in theaters. I think that movie is excellent and is wonderfully done, but the main thing is that Billy Batson is adopted. He's brought into an adopted family, and what we see most often is when these heroes are in a new family or a family is being introduced, such as in Miss Marvel's story, we don't really care about them at all. They are just the NPCs in the background that we just dull out and we have to read through the pages and then we move forward. That's not how Kamala's family is. Her family is dynamic. They are written complexly. They have thoughts and beliefs about the world and about daily life. And what's more is there's humor about it. You can definitely hear the humor between Kamala's father and his brother. And you can hear it between all of the, the members of the family. You hear the care and the love and you can see it on the pages as well as almost hear it in your head as you're reading through them. And that's so important when it comes to building a new character. Her character came out in 2013. She's not this character that's been around since like the 80s or the 70s. She's fairly new, but what's more is she is a huge step forward in representation, and that is what is so incredible. Miss Marvel is American, but her ethnicity is not. To have a Pakistani girl represented within the Marvel pages is massive. This is one of those moments where you realize that there are so many different cultures and people not being represented within like the two huge comic publishers in the world, not to mention video games and movies. And you you see this 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 love and instant welcoming into the community when she comes out and just hits the world like storm. And it's it's so cool to see because I uh, don't know that feeling. And that is a sentiment that I have brought up many times within this show. I don't understand what it means to not be represented on the pages because I'm a white dude. We are everywhere. There is no, no shortage. There are shortages of every other culture that isn't. And having a Pakistani Muslim American girl on the pages being the centerpiece. It's not her family. It's not the, the team-ups that she does. She is still very much the focal point of every issue and the video game. The Avengers video game is all told through her perspective and how she sees the world and how she gets her powers and then eventually sees the Avengers both as heroes and then kind of as this broken team later on and how eventually, spoilers, how she will bring them back together. Okay, spoilers over. I can't convey how wonderful this is 
is because I don't know of I don't know of many Middle Eastern heroes within the the comic space that are not written in like a stereotypical fashion from an American point of view. I don't know of many, and Miss Marvel is hands down the best. I think what's more is that she relates to so many not only young girls but anybody that is looking for this type of character within the comics because she is a nerd. She plays video games. She writes fan fiction about her favorite heroes and posts it online. She's active in technology and learning about how to code. Like, what more could you possibly want in a nerdy character? Like, that's it. That is, that is what you want. And then you add on top the cultural impact and you're just like, best character. This is perfect. And that's exactly what happened. She hit, she smashed through records and this game has easily, easily done much, much better than I think many people thought because the the design of many of the characters isn't who we see on screen. We don't see uh, Robert Downey Jr. on screen. We, we see a different Tony Stark and thus we see different heroes. Kamala is exactly who she is in the comics, if not a little bit older than when she initially gets her powers. And we get to see her get those powers. And now, origin story. Kamala Khan is basically just a young teenage kid and she wants to go to this party, ends up going, doesn't like it, what introvert does. Parties are not great. Not to mention right now, uh, during a pandemic, please, for the love of God, do not go to parties, wear your masks in public. Okay. She ends up leaving, and as she leaves, uh, a huge fog descends through the city, and it turns out this is not a normal fog, because it's purple. I don't know of any purple fogs. Anyways, through this, she ends up collapsing on the sidewalk, has a vision, wakes up, has powers. What she can basically do is if you think of what Mr. Fantastic can do from the Fantastic Four, that's kind of what she can do. However, combine that also with Ant-Man and a little bit of Mystique. And you have one character that can be an utter boss in any situation. And <laughs> she even coined, and by she, I mean the writer, she coined a word for what happens when Kamala becomes, you know, 300 feet tall and just starts smashing through stuff. She calls it Embiggen, E-M-Biggen. And it's so, it's such a, a, like a fun, like way to identify what you're doing. As a hero, nobody else has done this that you know of. I mean, maybe I Ant-Man, but he calls it something different. And then you want to call it something different for yourself because it's a different power. And so that's what she called. And then Merriam-Webster added it to the dictionary. They made it a real word. So it's not just like this comic mumbo jumbo. It's a legit word. And that's super cool. But what's even cooler is how she does it. Now, if we, if we peel this back and we look at her character from like a sciencey point of view, right? Kamala basically increases not only her height, but her mass. She just takes on more mass in a certain part of her body and she's able to channel it into one area, uh, increase the size, and then just smash through things. If you just increase the size of your hand as it was right now to, you know, three times its size, hmm, it's not very good. It doesn't hold up because do your bones also increase or what how does that all happen and where does it come from you know energy is equal to mass right i mean we all know and so that's what e equals mc squared means and it is a little more complicated but the basic gist is that energy can become mass and vice versa. And so what she's doing is creating mass out of energy, which is really interesting, but where is all that energy coming from? According to the comics, what she is doing is she's pulling more mass from different 
dimensional versions of herself. And so what ends up happening is anytime in another universe she shrinks down, another universe is able to embiggen. To get huge, uh, and that's that's a really interesting concept, and we 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 won't get into uh, how dimensions interact with one another and or or lack thereof. But it's a really fascinating concept to think that when she's getting bigger, another version of herself is also getting smaller. That's pretty cool. It's an easy way to explain her powers in a not complicated fashion on page that the readers will understand, and that you don't have to think too hard in order to grasp the concept. That's awesome. Kamala Khan is one of the Spider-Man-esque characters that we we have many of. They're a teenager, they're barely innocent, uh, they're a bit naive when it comes to using their powers, and eventually they break something or they run into a new mentor, and then they help them show them the ropes, and then they eventually go off on their own. What ends up happening with Kamala in the video game is one that I think you should experience for yourself because the voice actors and actresses do such an amazing job. What I think more, though, is I think investing in her first few issues would be the best thing that you could do. I think that they're extremely well written. I think that much like Avengers Academy, these are full-on comics. They are told from a woman's perspective, but not only a woman's perspective, but a woman of color's perspective, which again is huge. You can have all the representation in the pages that you want, but if they are not told from a person of color's point of view, they're going to lose authenticity. They're going to almost feel forced or fake. They There will be little nuances and uh, little nods to that life that many won't understand or know to to include within those pages. Certain things like how to design the interior of a house or what clothes people wear or how they talk or, you know, like the, the jargon that we use between one another when it's not in a formal setting. You know, most often talk like street talk or like slang. These are the things that you won't understand unless you've lived and experienced that. And these are the things that come through in the pages. Of course, nothing is so far removed that anybody can't pick it up. And that's why it's so approachable. Anybody can pick up this comic and get it. But what's more is if you are a Muslim living in America or abroad, you're going to appreciate these so much more because they identify with you and your story. And you can understand so many of the different things that Kamala is end up, will end up going through, how she decides to fit in. One of the first things that she does when it comes to using her brand new powers is she changes her body to look exactly like Captain Marvel did when she was Miss Marvel in her, you know, at her beginning. And so she turns into a white girl with blonde hair all the way down to the costume, which is really cool until you realize what that means. It means that she's changing herself, not only mentally because she's in a different space. It's like putting on a mask. You know, you're, you're not really you. And then she's going off and pretending to be somebody else. She's not being Kamala. She's not being her. And eventually through some, some things that end up happening later on, she ditches that, dons the mantle of Miss Marvel, and becomes the new one, which is super cool. And then it gets even better because then she gets the blessing of Captain Marvel that, hey, yeah, no, I'm, I'm cool with this. You can take on the mantle. I don't use it anymore. I don't need to. She's got her whole new title and Kamala fits this character so well. She becomes like your friendly neighborhood Miss Marvel, helping people all the time. And she's invited to go join the Avengers, but ends up saying no, because 
much like Spider-Man, you know, I just want to help the people that I know in my neighborhood. I want to help the people in my city and that I know. If you guys need help later on down the road in like some big event, yeah, of course, I will gladly jump in anytime. But being a full-time adventure traveling around the world doesn't sound like a great time. This is a problem that ends up coming up later down the road in Kamala's life where she realizes that many of the big-time superheroes are not saving all the people that they should or that they could. The world is a huge place, and when it comes to comics, what we end up kind of forgetting anytime we read one is that so many different heroes are based in super big cities. You know, you have, like, think of all the big-named cities in the world, and there are a lot of super superheroes that have their origins or their stories told in those cities. And so what ends up happening is that Kamala realizes this and that so many places are being basically ignored and not helped. And so she joins the champions and they go around helping anybody that needs it. And so they travel the world and do tons of stuff. Miles ends up joining along with Hulk and some other characters that I, I won't spoil. But I think that is that is really cool and it's it's almost a sign of a generation to shift. When many younger generations, mine included, have re when you when you grow up you realize that the older generations had different priorities and focused on things that they shouldn't have. Without a doubt, we are having that issue today and that will be forever. Could my generation have done more? Yes, and we know it, but we're kind of getting older. And so like, what are we gonna do now? And the Avengers are that. They are the older generation that have been around for a minute and know how to stop the big bad. But when it comes to the little bad, they either don't do anything or they leave it to like the local law enforcement or first responders, which in Kamala's eyes is the wrong answer. You're a hero. You should help everybody you possibly can. And that's what happens. And so she ends up realizing that the Avengers are this different, this different animal that have to be there but if they spread their resources more they could go do more and so that's what she does and i think that again shows that young i want to say that young perspective and, and don't get me the wrong way i think that shows the perspective of looking at an older generation and immediately seeing the flaws in what they've done or are doing that they may not see themselves and it's not until later down the road that the avengers realize this and then they also help out and that is that is hugely important to not only keep an open mind when uh, somebody younger than you is critiquing, but also older. Everybody sees the world through their own their own biases, through their own lenses, and it's important to recognize these and be able to see that just because somebody is saying something from their own point of view doesn't mean that your point of view is instantly wrong. You guys could both have the right idea, but be coming at it at slightly different angles, which is causing you to grind. It's like a gear. You guys are two different cogs. If you guys don't line up, you're just going to mash over and over and over again. But if you kind of tilt your head a little bit, they fit right there. And Miss Marvel fits perfectly within the Marvel Universe, without a doubt. I think overall the most important thing that you need to understand when it comes to Miss Marvel is that there are not many women of color and young women of color in comics. And that's why Miss Marvel is so important for like young girls everywhere to have somebody to look up to. I mean, prime example is Ariel. I mean, we saw Into the Spider-Verse four times because she loved Spider-Gwen 
so much. And that is the exact kind of joy that you're going to see all over when it comes to Miss Marvel and introducing her to potentially your kids or your friends' kids uh, or you. You might love her. I mean, it's never too late to get into comics. Comics isn't a, in my opinion, is not a gatekeeping type of a community. If you enjoy comics and you like to read them and nerd out about stuff, there's going to be a community there somewhere for you. And that's why I think it's so crucial to do this entire series. Ms. Marvel is one of those big heroes, <laughs> one of those big heroes, uh, 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 that I think so many could use or don't know much about. And this episode is all for you. She is one of the best women in all of comics. And I think that this is definitely one you should be checking out now. So that's going to do it for this week. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Next week is going to be super cool because I ended up learning about a new hero last week. <laughs> and so I'm going to do a bunch of research on her and we're going to be talking about her next week. And so she's super cool. And, uh, I think I think you're going to be seeing her a lot in the future comics, given her recent debut uh, was not too long ago. So uh, that's going to do it for this week. Minor note, make sure that you're uh, liking, subscribing all the places. I don't like doing this, and I should be better at it. Um, but make sure that you are rating and reviewing everywhere, that you're sending it to friends and family or posting it on social media. Um, you can follow all the accounts. They're always listed in the show notes below. Uh, if there's something that I missed, uh, feel free to reach out and let me know. And I'll see you guys next week. Okay, bye.